2: on the horn
1: Hour 2 here on the Sports Complex Thanksgiving Eve the Wednesday before we're off Thursday we're off Friday Pre-game show will be 4 to 6 on Friday right here on the horn with Aaron Hogan and Rob Baber so you will get that so you do have something to listen to on Friday to get you ready for Texas versus Texas Tech Text lines rolling, 512 447 3776. Going to talk some NFL in this segment. Uh, we'll get into a little bit later some Texas basketball. Both men and women are playing coming up in the weekend. Before we get back on Monday, we'll get into an interview with Jerry Hamilton from Hook 'em Up this morning. And of course, more of your text. We'll get to your text on this Wednesday afternoon show of the Sports Complex. And, you know, if you want to keep talking Texas football, you can always text in and we'll keep talking Texas football or college or whatever else. I appreciate the ones who are wishing me happy Thanksgiving. Average Joe, happy Thanksgiving to you. It says happy Thanksgiving, Patrick, and everybody at the horn. Happy Thanksgiving back to you. Nate, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Appreciate you. Uh, WPI Parts guy, I just know that Jay Witt is a dude. So much heart and so much talent. Going to miss that dude. Changed my mind. UT 34, Texas Tech 20. I like that number. I think 20 about right, maybe a little less for Texas Tech. It depends on what they're able to do, but I think, that, I, think that, I like where you're at with that one, and you're still stuck on traffic. Uh, tamales, brisket, margaritas. I like that dessert, the solid dessert choice WAPI parts guy. I mean, mine would probably just be beer and Jack Daniels. That's how I am. I'm a, I'm a, a margarita guy, but I, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I like that one. I like that one. Uh, do I know if the Fieldhouse the Crossover is playing the game Friday night? I would assume they are. Uh, I do not know off the top of my head. I do not know, but uh, I do. But, yes, I like that one. <laughs> the WWE chair comment. That was literally the first thing I thought when I saw that because they didn't say what they were doing. If you haven't seen, the WWE and the Big 12 are uh, partnering. And, basically, uh, they're making a belt for the, for the outstanding player of the game in the Big 12 championship is going to get a, a, a title belt. That is a big 12. They're making that specifically for them, so they're designing and making that. Then there's going to be WWE wrestlers around the uh, the event the whole weekend. Uh, there's going to be some special merch Hopefully, there will be some Undertaker Longhorn merch. Well, maybe we'll get that. Maybe some Mark. Hen- I don't know if Mark Henry is not with, these, with AEW. No. So maybe they won't. I don't know if they own him by, or they own his rights to do anything. But hopefully, we'll get some cool wrestler uh, Texas merch. But they're going to do all of that. But the first thing I initially thought was Brett Yormark coming after our guys. And this is going to be a real heel turn. And we're getting the Montreal Screwjob, which was Survivor Series, which was Thanksgiving. It means it's all lining up, guys. I know I know too much wrestling. I know. I know. But it's lining up. So watch out for the Big 12 championship when Texas makes it after they roll over Texas Tech. Come on. We're getting close to the end of the show. i got to be positive to get out of there. Three months for Thanksgiving, turkey, dressing, and pecan pie. And you appreciate that you like the time change. If you have not heard, we are moving to 4 to 6 p.m. starting uh, December 4th. Monday, December 4th, so it will be regular time, 5 to 7 uh, next week. And then the new time, that will be ongoing, 4 to 6, get you a new time slot. So I appreciate everybody who's been positive about that. Uh, we have a bunch of Texas Tech people coming to our tailgate, so we are serving mass quantities of shame and regret. Appreciate that text, good stuff. Right guy from New Mexico. My top three Thanksgiving sides from all the way here in New Mexico are mashed potatoes with hatch with hatch red, gre- red, red chili gravy, green bean casserole, and honey cornbread. I like that. That's a good. That's good. That's I, I did all that. I did all that in 36 to 17 Texas CJ Baxter runs for 102 touchdowns. I I think you mean 102 yards. I'm I'll go with 102 yards cuz you said 36 and 102 touchdowns and I'm not great at math but I'm assuming that's right. But thank you for listening, right guy from New Mexico. I appreciate the text. Uh we also get one uh don't change to four to six. What am I going to listen to at the right home after six? No, Texas. I'm sorry. This is, we're getting a lot of positive. That's the first negative. I apologize. Well, we'll still, you look, you can still hear us. We'll put the podcast up. Uh, we'll still be around, but yes, we're, we're going four to six. Uh, Matt in round rock, smoked turkey, tamales, fudge, and pecan pie. Thanks for listening. And this texter says, WWE, woof, joke of a conference, good riddance. It's, it's not really. They, they're, they're owned by TKO now. WWE's bought. It's just a giant corporate thing. They're going to try and sell a bunch of merch. The reality of it is they're going to try and sell a bunch of branded like wrestling slash college merch. And that's what it is. So Big 12 schools will all be tied in with wrestlers, I'm sure, or something like that. That's the reality of what they're really trying to do. And then they're going to give him a belt to kind of announce that. Uh, Mr. Goodcat says 41 to 23, Texas. So there's some good stuff from you guys. I do want to get to some NFL talk as well. Uh, we do have a couple games coming up. Of course, Thursday, Commanders at Cowboys. Cowboys are 12 and a half point favorites. How? Sam Howe, for the, car, the Commanders, this is what you can say at Thanksgiving if you want to give a stat of why the Cowboys should probably win this game handily. Sam Howe has been sacked for a league-high 51 times, and he's going up against this Dallas Cowboys defense with Micah Parsons. That, to me... Leads to a recipe for disaster. He was sacked five times against the Giants, who can't do anything right. I, I, the Cowboys are going to run away with this. Their real, their real schedule starts. They have five games starting next week that it becomes a little bit more difficult. We also get on Thursday the 49ers at the Seahawks. 49ers are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Geno is hurt. He he's looks like he's going to play, but he's kind of banged up. Uh, Kenneth Walker is hurt other injuries the 49ers with they're looking healthy and the Seahawks are not I have to give the 49ers the edge in that one a Friday game for you this game looked like it was going to be much better at the beginning of the season Uh, the Dolphins are nine-and-a-half point favorites at the Jets Zach Wilson has been benched Tim Boyle Tim Boyle is the name of your Friday night starting quarterback for the New York Jets So I would not expect big things. Maybe Tim Boyle's great. Maybe it was Zach Wilson's the worst quarterback in the history of all time. I don't think that's case. I don't think he's great either. I don't think he's the worst of all time, and Tim Boyle's great, and they'll go up and compete. I think the Dolphins turn around and get going uh, against the Jets on a Friday night. We get to some Sunday games as well. The Browns at the Broncos, a fun game here. This is a Browns team. Without Deshaun Watson now, that still look okay. This defense is really good. The Broncos have been turning it around. Broncos are actually favored by a point and a half. Who saw that coming earlier in the season? Uh, this Broncos team is headed the right direction, but I still think this Browns defense is just too good. I have the Browns covering one and a half and beating the Broncos. Uh, Chiefs, eight and a half point favorites at the Raiders. We've seen the, the Chiefs struggle to catch footballs. Now they got to go play The Raiders, who are playing much better football since they've got rid of the cancer known as Josh McDaniels, got to love getting rid of Josh McDaniels. Big fan of getting rid of Josh McDaniels. Would have told you to do that the day you hired him. But what do I know? The fun part about watching the Chiefs this year, they're a defensive team, and that's going to be a problem for the Raiders. I don't know if the Raiders have the players to go up. I don't know. I will take the Raiders, though, covering 8.5, but I do think the Chiefs come out pissed off after losing the game to the Eagles on Monday Night Football, and they do get a win uh, against the Raiders. Uh, The Bills are playing at the Eagles. Three and a half point spread. Eagles are favored on the Bills. I think this is a no-brainer for the Eagles. The Bills are kind of struggling right now. They still have Josh Allen. They still play some good football, but I just don't see him going up against this Eagles team that has been playing out-of-their-mind football and be able to get the win. Uh, Text 2 says, Zach Wilson hasn't been benched. He has been shelved they dropped him all the way to the third string on the depth chart. Well yeah, I mean once he's benched, he's they're like don't you're not coming in the game. You're done. We're calling Joe Flacco again. You've been pinched for Tim Boyle, you've been benched for Joe Flacco. You there's something's clearly wrong here. Something is clearly wrong here. Uh do get a text here from my man chief engineer. Before we get to the Texans game, the most important game of the week. Chief engineer says, just want to say Just want to say I'm thankful for the horn. I know the past changes have been tough for everyone. As someone that works in the tech industry, companies get bought, sold, big contracts, lose contracts every day. affects many people. I appreciate you guys did not fold and work hard to build it back up. We do not have a local sports outlet beside you all. Much love. I really do appreciate that. We are working hard. The ones that are still here, it's been a rough time. We're trying to get through it, but, you know, guys like you that are still listening, everybody who's still listening, enjoying the text line, listening to the morning show with Hook'em Up with Ian Rodby, you guys are the reason we keep doing it. We really do appreciate talking sports with you guys. It's just a load of fun. So thank you to you guys very much. And, uh. And happy Thanksgiving to our junior cadet Jacob Stander. Wisdom comes with age. It's okay you are young. Love him on the show. It's like potty training my grandson so to stand closer if you can't aim well. And look, Jacob, as we go into December, I think Jacob's going to be on the show a little bit more. He's is available from doing his other stuff he does around the station. We're going to bring Jacob in more and more uh, because I enjoy talking to him. We have a fun time when we're talking. Uh, so he'll be coming in more and we'll, you know, as you know, football starts to wind down, we'll get into some other conversations and We'll have a good time. So we hope you, you enjoy all of that and we go with you. But I appreciate all that. And looking at the Raiders winning four of the last six games for a nine and seven finish. We could not win another game, and I'd still be incredibly happy. F you Josh McDaniels, see a Patriots West. Very, very tough. Losing to the Chiefs twice, unfortunately, last year of that. Last year of that crap, hopefully. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on all of that, Chief Engineer. We appreciate you listening. Finally, Jaguars. Two point favorites at the Texans. Texans are twenty and five since two thousand and ten against the Jaguars. I don't need stats, need predictions. I know the I look. I know the Jaguars are playing better. I know they're playing better. The Texans are going to win this game. Texans are going to take control of the AFC South. They're ahead of schedule, guys. They did it. AFC the Patriots South. <laughs> Nick Casario showing he at least knows how to draft. I got the Texans covering and winning and beating Jacksonville at home. Twenty and five since 2010. That's a crazy number. Texans have not been good in all that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get into some Texas Longhorn talk. We'll get into men's and women's basketball. They're both playing this weekend. We will get into uh, some sound from uh, Hook'em Up with Ian Robbie, playing some Jerry Hamilton, one of the best recruiting covers and uh, reporters that are around in the country, and it's very lucky to have him call into the horn. So we'll be going into that as well here on the Sports Complex. Here on the Horn...
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
3: Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex. Weekday afternoons only
2: on The Horn. This song is called Alice's Restaurant, it's about Alice and the restaurant. But Alice's Restaurant is not the name of the restaurant, that's just the name of the song. And that's why I call the song Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant.
1: Back on the sports complex here on a uh, Wednesday afternoon, on a short week. It's a short week, it's throwing me off what like day of the week it is because I've been working ahead doing other stuff at the radio station, getting us ready to go, playing some thankful music, and kind of today's just more Thanksgiving music. And Alice's Restaurant is a Thanksgiving, uh, I feel like a Thanksgiving staple, one that we've had to play. You know, you play it on Thanksgiving. I'll listen to it tomorrow. When I'm driving up to my brother's place to go celebrate Thanksgiving, I'll listen to the entire 18-minute song as I'm on that drive and stuck in traffic. I'll listen to it then. Uh, I'll listen to it then. But we'll give you a little bit, a little taste of theirs, Alice's Restaurant, playing some stuff for you. Uh, we said we talk a little Texas hoops. Uh, before I get you this sound from Jerry Hamilton, uh, Texas, the men's team, of course, coming off that game from UConn, looking to rebound, going to play Wyoming on Sunday. So we got a little bit of time until that. They'll go off, be able to go back and see their families and be able to have a good Thanksgiving. I'm sure they'll have a team Thanksgiving as well. They play Wyoming Sunday at 2 p.m., uh, a couple things to note about Wyoming, just to let you get your notes in. Uh, Wyoming does have a little bit of size. They got a seven-footer. I believe they got a six-nine guy, a six-ten guy on this team. Three of their players are from Texas, so they're going to be coming out and trying to play hard. Uh, but yeah, you just this is not a game where some of the games with Texas it's a little bit easier because you play a team and you're just bigger than them. Uh, UConn that was something they had against Texas. Texas, you're assuming Caden Shedrick will be back for this game. Uh, they should have the size advantage with him and Onyema and Brock Cunningham. and But in Wyoming, you're going to have some bigger guys. There is a couple things you should know. They do shoot the three-pointer well, so be ready for a lot of three-point shots. Texas is going to have to close out strong on those three-pointers. They're shooting r- r- roughly 40% from three right now on the season. It's so a pretty good percentage. Texas is, I believe, 36% to give you a comparison on there. And then the other, they're also averaging five blocks a game. I'll throw that in there, too. So they are, with their size, being able to get blocked shots. Texas is going to have to watch out for that when they drive the paint, uh, especially from that 7-footer. But this is the stat that I think Texas will look at the most and really want to win this battle. Uh, Wyoming is 14 assists to 16 uh, turnovers a game. 14 assists to 16 turnovers a game is a stat for Wyoming. That is not a good stat. You never want to have your assist-to-turnover ratio upside down. Texas right now is 17 assists to 12 turnovers a game and that's with some really sloppy games their first two games were really the first game was extremely sloppy second game was pretty sloppy they've cleaned it up a little bit since then so that number will keep improving as time goes on but yeah 14 to 6 is a bad number for this Wyoming team and it means Texas is going to come after them Texas is going to be trying to break up the ball and get a lot of steals in this game which you can against this Wyoming team it you know it's, it's Wyoming. Texas should be able to handle them. But just a couple points to look for if you're watching the game uh, with family on Sunday before, you know, we get back. Or if, you know, put it on next to the bad football game or if you're watching at the bar, whatever you're doing. Just a couple little points there for you for Texas versus Wyoming on Sunday. Uh, Texas women who are right now winning their games by an average of 40 points a win. Doing pretty well. The Texas uh, women Longhorns, uh, they are doing a really good job. Vic Schaefer has got that team going. Uh, Taylor Jones averaging 19.5 points per game and eight rebounds. We know what Roy Harmon can do. She's one of the best basketball players uh, in the country, and she's killing it. But Taylor Jones right now going up, as we talked about with the men's team, there's not a ton of size in these smaller women's schools, and she is dominating on these smaller teams. Hopefully she'll be able to continue that as they start to play some bigger teams. Uh, They're in the Paradise Jam tournament that is happening uh, starting tomorrow. It'll happen tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday all those games are at 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. It's Arizona State, then High Point, then South Florida will be the games that the women's team is playing for the next uh, three days. So you can get some women's basketball the next three on Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, you will get men's hoops. And of course, we know the men's game is on Friday as well. And we know there's NFL action as well that we just talked about. There's plenty of great stuff happening all this weekend in sports, but well, we're going to try and... But we'll try and get you ready for some hoops there uh, just so you're ready to go and, and you have a little something to mention. The one to mention, if you're watching, if the, the UT women come on, just mention the stat. They've won their game so far this season by an average 40 points per game. That's a crazy stat. Just, just playing really good. And Vic Schaefer, Vic Schaefer does the thing all y'all want Sark to do. Put his foot on the gas and not let it off and go get those style point wins. Vic Schaefer does that. So Maybe get Sark to talk to him. Uh, we're going to play this interview now with uh, Jerry Hamilton. He was on Ian Robbie this morning. Uh, very good interview. Always good when you get to catch up with Jerry Hamilton on recruiting news. Some news about A&M. A lot of good stuff in this interview with Jerry Hamilton from uh, Hook'em Up with Ian B this morning. Uh, they're on weekday morning 6 to 11. Of course, they will be off tomorrow and for Thanksgiving and Friday for Thanksgiving. But they will be doing a pregame show 4 to 6 p.m. on Friday. So check that out as well. And uh, let's listen to some sound from Hook'em Up with Ian Robbie, talking to Jerry Hamilton.
3: Let's go to the Vaquero, Vaquero's hotline. Uh, he is the senior recruiting analyst and one of our great friends from inside Texas and on three sports. Uh, he is our buddy Jerry Hamilton with a, a myriad of topics. Hello, Jerry. What's going on, guys? Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Up, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, my friend. Hey, let's start there with Texas and Texas it's Tech. Same to you, guys. Uh, your, yeah. yeah, for sure, buddy. What, what's your feel on this game Friday? I mean, it's... Uh, feels like uh, Texas Tech has shifted their style to be more like Texas's. Uh, it doesn't bode well when, when a team is as, as physical and as talented as Texas. What's just your feel on uh, this game with Joey McGuire against Steve Sarkeesian?
0: Yeah, th- my first thought is something's got to give, right? I mean, like you said, uh, Texas Tech's become a run-heavy team, not run, necessarily run first, but run heavy team uh Tosh brooks is one of the best running backs in the country this year he's been averaging 30 carries a game the last four games well texas hasn't given up 100 yards rushing in five straight games so something's got to give in this game and uh you know for tech i, I give credit to Joey mcguire for saving the season that could have gone off the rails the quarterback injuries Um, And he shifted focus, I think, away from what they ideally want to do offensively to what they need to do to win football games. So you always give a coach credit for that. Um, Well, here they come into Austin, and nobody's run the ball on Texas in Austin uh, or this season, really, including Kansas State. So that's the issue for Tech. is Is their offensive line good enough to create enough push and create just enough area to work uh, for t- for Taj Brooks. And I don't know uh, if I believe they can do that or definitely not sustain that, even if they have some early success. Uh, the flip side for me is, look, uh, we-, we talked about some stats with Quinn Ewers um, <clears throat> earlier this week. Eight touchdowns, zero interceptions in the second half. He's completed 74% of his passes in the second half this season. If-, if he walks out, if-, if Texas ends the game Friday, and Quinn Ewer saw zero interceptions in the second half this season, I think that's really good news for Texas uh, because I think that means they'll have had a really good day. They're going to move the ball. Um, I think they're going to be able to move the ball through the air and on the ground enough against Texas Tech. Um, and I like I like Texas by uh, 10, 12.
2: Uh, Jay, let me ask you with all, everything going on uh, at AM and m Aggieland right now and uh, them obviously trying to uh, close in on who's going to be the next head coach, uh, wh- how is it affecting recruiting? Longhorn fans want to know how can uh, Texas take advantage potentially of this opportunity in uh, recruiting now at the Aggies are dealing with a little bit of uncertainty?
0: Uh, that's a great question, Rod. Here's the thing. I was told yesterday that a expected to announce their new head coach by next Wednesday at the latest, a week from now. Could be Tuesday. Oftentimes when a, when a program has their next head coach, it trickles out the weekend before. So will it make it to Wednesday? Probably not. Will it make it to Tuesday? Eh, I don't know. Uh, but the key there is the timing of everything. The portal opens Wednesday. Um, uh, sorry, Wednesday, December 4th. Um Texas A&M has their guy. I believe they have their guy, and they're going to announce it next Wednesday at the latest, probably Tuesday, unless the news leaks on Sunday, Monday. And so with that being the case, then that is a pretty good picture um, for, for Texas A&M and recruiting as far as holding on to their class, um, getting that coach in front of their key commitments, uh, and then – Trying to keep their, as many of their guys at Texas A&M as they possibly can. Um, I, I've, I've heard Evan Stewart's not going to be one of those. Um, I was told yesterday that that's, uh, uh and let that would have to have a big turnaround for him to stick around. Um, I reported both those things on inside Texas yesterday, but I think A&M announcing their coach next week, um, is a good thing for A&M's recruiting, uh, because you look at a kid like Ty Anthony Smith, who Texas is trying to flip. If this if is this carried on, if this search carries on for, say, an extra week, then that really puts you in a bind, a new coach in a bind. With this early signing period combined with the portal window, it places a lot of pressure on colleges. If you're going to make a change um, and you want to have a thorough search, that doesn't mean you want to make a quick decision. But if you're going to have a change, you have to, you can't sit on this. You have, with the December sign-in period and the portal window, you have to have a search done quickly, thoroughly, and get your guy and move on. You can't lose recruiting classes anymore, and you can't lose a third of your guys to the portal. Else it just sets you back three, four, five years.
3: Great stuff from Jerry Hamilton. And you mentioned the timeline Tuesday, Wednesday. And yeah, the portal opens December 4th, which is the Monday after Championship Saturday. But, if yep. I'm correct, when you fire your coach in season, the portal opens for that roster immediately. Correct. That's why maybe Evan Stewart won't travel to LSU, and he's already looking around. And that's where you want your coach in place now, or early next week, to kind of you know manage the current roster ahead of the actual portal opening the final week, the following week.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And it press. It, it, and look, it places a premium uh, pressure on your uh, your collective groups and stuff. Because I mean, at this point, let's be real. This is where college football is at. Your collectives are essentially going to the guy saying, oh, hey, hang on, don't jump in the portal. We got something coming a week from now. I mean, that's where we're at in college football now, guys. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so it, it's, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy, uh, uh, world in college football, but I think that's why you haven't seen you know, any A&M guys look jump in the portal officially. Really, they've had one wide receiver, Raymond Cuttrell. But, you know, you haven't seen a lot of those big names that could possibly jump in, jump in, because they're being told, hey, hang out for another week. We got something coming, blah, 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 blah. So, that, I mean, that's where college football's at. I mean, it, it's crazy to talk about this stuff, Aaron and Rod, but uh th- that's where we're at now
2: yeah no you're right about that it's uh it is it feels a bit surreal uh that Texas is there at this time um let me ask you uh you know something else Jerry, about recruiting since we're we're on it um you know defensive back has seemed to be uh it, let me know if I'm off here. has it seemed to be a focus and an emphasis late down the stretch here in recruiting uh with guys like Xavier uh Phil same and uh kobe black or am I just a DB who's seen the world through d b colored glasses <laughs>
0: i no i think I think both. Uh, and I think that's why you're good at what you do, Rod. Um, yes, no, there's definitely a focus there. Uh, and I actually dropped the news on Inside Texas last night about 10.52 p.m. Xavier Filsaime was on campus at Texas with his dad yesterday. That's big news. Five-star safety committed to Florida. we kind, we kind of been wondering when was Texas going to get him on campus. He remains scheduled to be at the Florida-Florida State game Saturday. Um, we'll see. I mean, does he show back up in Austin again before December 20th? I'm betting yes is the answer to that. Um, that he's still scheduled to be at Florida Saturday. Um, so it puts a, this is putting a lot of pressure on Florida. Uh, they've already had a couple of guys, uh, bounce out of that class. Wardell Mack, the Texas being one, the Sear Johnson, the lineman, the Georgia being two. Those are defensive guys. All these guys are in text groups. Uh, I think Florida is going to lose another defensive commitment. Uh, not, and I'm not talking about Phil same, another defensive commitment here in, in the coming days, next couple of weeks. So that class on defense has taken on some water. Um, so it, the Texas getting Phil same and his father on campus yesterday was big. I think Texas leads for Kobe Black, uh, pretty big. They have for a long time. He announces November 29th. But to your point, Rod, absolutely. I mean, Texas has three really good defensive backs in this class right now. Jordan Johnson Rebel, who's an underappreciated safety out of IMG, originally from Fort Worth Brewer. He is an early enrollee. Uh, Wardell Mack flipped from Florida to Texas. He's an early enrollee. Santana Wilson, obviously the bloodlines. His father was a tremendous safety in the NFL, now a uh, front office guy in the NFL. Santana Wilson out of uh, uh, Desert Mountain in uh, Scottsdale, Phoenix area. Really good corner prospect. They would like add two more, and those two more would be Kobe Black, and Xavier feel same if they can get feel same flips so they could end up being a tremendous defensive back class for Texas if the Longhorns close here on Black and Phil Same in the next couple, three weeks.
3: Yeah, great stuff from Jerry right there. Yeah, Kobe Black, the five-star corner from Waco. Phil Same, you've told us before, uh, plays at McKinney. Of course, one of his one parent lives in the Metroplex. The other is in Orlando. And so he's Florida, yeah. Texas. But uh, tech, Florida's kind of falling apart. Texas uh, rising. He's a big-time safety prospect. We'll keep an eye on that. And, of course, uh, the safety from Arizona's father, Adrian Wilson, the great safety in the NFL. Hey, Jerry, the basketball team, we got to see the Longhorns up close twice uh, against some decent competition. Then a great competition with Louisville to win and then the loss to UConn uh, there were some positives and negatives in both and then the injury to Caden Shedrick that kept him out of the Monday game when they lost but uh, what what did you take as a, a keen eye basketball observer good and bad for Rodney Terry's uh, really first challenges of this new season
0: I think Rodney's gonna have an easy job getting his point across defensively him and Steve McLean and the guys who really worked the defensive side the basketball after Louisville I thought, you know, Louisville got too many clean looks. Um, they got, they were in flow too much offensively. And they're a better team. They're not a 4-28 and terrible team. I think the Texas fans, when they looked at Louisville, say they're a 4-28 less. They're better than that. They're probably a 12-14 win team this year on some level. Um, but so but defensively, that's not what – they didn't play up to the standard that Rodney Terry, Steve McLean, and the staff expect. So they, they, they'll say the same thing. I thought UConn – is is going to end up being a blessing in disguise type of game. And I think UConn's a better basketball team than Texas right now, but Texas, is, I mean, until DSU gets back and these guys get acclimated in, it's it's hard to, like, sit here and say where Texas can go. Um, but I'll say this. I, where I think it's a blessing in disguise that Caden Shedder didn't play in that game because it forced Texas to play fast. Dylan Mitchell had to be in attack mode. He had to be a more active player. Tyrese Hunter had to be, even though he was in pain from the fall the night before, he had to be a more attacking downhill player. Uh, Texas played. They played faster. They gave up some transition transition stuff. UConn was hot from three early. They're a really good team. But do you know what that they did? Texas came out after the halftime and put together their best defensive half of the season guarding on the perimeter. And I, I think we're going to look back and say Texas defensively turned the corner a little bit in, against Louisville and then in the second half against UConn. I, so playing without Shedrick, uh I think that allowed Dylan Mitchell to play faster, uh, Texas to realize, okay, this is what we can be, guys. Now we get Shedrick and Dsu back in the fold, we're going to continue to play fast with these guys. I think Texas is averaging about 72 and a half, 73.2 possessions per game right now. I ideally want to see that number around 76 and a half, 77 with this team. I think if Texas plays to that level tempo, with the parts they have, they have a chance to be really good late in the year.
3: Jerry Hamilton inside Texas, the senior recruiting analyst, both football and basketball expertise without a doubt. And, yeah, Texas plays Wyoming Sunday afternoon, and then Texas State next Thursday ahead of a game with Marquette on December the 6th. Marquette ah, just beat number one. Look at How about that?
0: getting after Bill last night. Got in his <laughs> face a little bit, Aaron.
3: That was scrappy. Scrappy Shaka. That was good. Yes. Yeah, team might rise to number one after that performance. Ooh, they play, shaka-laka. they play Purdue today at the Maui Invitational Final. Texas could be walking in a you know, week or so from now to two weeks from now, uh, playing a, a number one team in the country and their former coach Shaka Smart. Yeah. Wyoming Sunday at two Texas State. Next Thursday night, then next the following Wednesday is the Marquette game on the road in the Big Twelve Big East battle. Hey, Jerry, thanks so much, man. Uh, I know we uh, always appreciate it and uh, love doing the work with you guys at Inside Texas and, uh, and uh, the YouTube channel there. But uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Uh, same to you guys, and we'll see you soon.
2: Bye, right, Jerry. There
3: it is. There's a. The- Wealth of information. Jerry's a man. He's the man.
2: I love Jerry. Jerry puts in the real work. Jerry gets eyes on these guys. Doesn't sit behind some computer the whole time. He's, he's not analyzing data from tweets and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with guys who do. Uh, but Jerry does that as well as gets <clears throat> boots on the ground, eyes on these guys. Um, and that's why lots of miles he puts in the business. Yeah, he, he's the one that discovered Rod B. Out at North Shore High School one day. I out there you. Some, well, you know, he did. I, I swear know. he was the first one to like, rank Rod B on any recruiting ranking ever because he was like, "Now nah, the kid's actually got something. And boom, there well, you go.
3: We told you with Jerry, he grew up. His father was a high school football coach. Man, so he, man, grew up, stuff, he grew yeah. up on a football field mm-hmm. watching players, and he's just taking that into a passion of his, and he's very, very good at it. It's as good as anybody it. in the industry.
1: Good stuff. Always good. They're very correct. Jerry Hamilton, one of the best in the business. Talking recruiting news it is a difficult thing to do to do the recruiting news. You really need to be focused on it, so it's nice to have a connection like that that we get to talk to him here on The Horn with Jerry Hamilton. I would love to get that interview. We're going to try and wrap things up. Get out of here for Thanksgiving. Get you on the road. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us here on a turkey day eve. We'll be back to wrap things up here on the Sports Complex on The Horn 1019 AM 1260, the Horn app, and at hornfm.com. Mornings with E and Rod B. Hey,
3: it's Aaron Hogan. If you're looking for local sports conversation in the morning in Austin, Texas, there's only one place to find it. with myself and the lifetime legendary Longhorn Rod Babers every morning from 6 to 11. That's right, five hours a day, five days a week. We're talking Longhorns and college football. Cowboys and pro football and everything else you care about. It's Ian Rodby on your radio dial at AM 1260 and 1019 FM and always live local and digital on hornfm.com and on the Horn app. Mornings with E Ian Rodby the Horn
1: it's Steiner Ranch Steakhouse has to offer
3: The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis of the Horn Last
2: call, so either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's
1: problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things.
2: Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes
1: until somebody passes out, and then bring one every ten minutes. I'm very drunk, and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. Wrapping things up here on the Sports Complex on a Wednesday afternoon, a holiday Wednesday, because hopefully we're all off tomorrow for Thanksgiving. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving and a great time. Like I said, if you're not hanging out with anybody else on Thanksgiving or you hang out on Thanksgiving, maybe you got the family in town, you want to get away, you know, who knows what your plans are on Thanksgiving. If you want to get out, I'll be out at Seaboy's Heart and Soul on, on tomorrow night. Thanksgiving night hanging out with my buddies ADH project. If you like the intro music for the show, that's one of their songs. They do have lyrics, of course. They do have singers. They sing great harmonies. So, yes, you can go check them out. I'll be hanging out with them all t- on tomorrow night. So if you want to go hang out, that's my invitation for everybody who, if if you don't, if you're not hanging out with anybody, if you don't you got other Thanksgiving plans, or you do and you want to come hang out with me, because I'm gonna go hang out with the family. I may go see some friends, and then I'm gonna go do that. It's a busy Thanksgiving. Uh, for me, but I, you know, you get some food at each place you go, you kind of grab a little bit and then you go there and have some drinks and it's a fun time. Uh, Be safe out there, though. It is, you know, holiday season. Some people imbibe a little bit more than they normally do and try and get behind the wheel of a car. So be very safe and don't, you know, if you're not feeling good, don't drive. That's uh, that's always a good message to put out there as well. A reminder for our announcement that we made and we've, we're just going to keep reminding you. Because you know, I know people are tuning in, tuning out. That the show is moving starting December fourth, Monday, December fourth. We are moving the show, uh, four to six p.m. Everyone we've talked to has basically said their commutes start earlier and earlier, and people are not necessarily on the road. And we know people are still on the road till 6.30 or so, but by 7 o'clock, a lot of you are already home, so you're not listening to the end of the show. So we're going to try and move everything up and give you all more of a show. Uh, from what you guys have asked for, that's what we're listening at, the horn. We want to try and give you guys what you want. So we're looking forward to that starting December 4th. Next week will still be the regular time of 5 to 7, and then we will move it. We're off tomorrow. We are off Friday on the Sports Complex, but on Friday... You will be able to check out the Horn pregame show, getting you ready for Texas Tech. 4 to 6 p.m. will be Rob Babers and Aaron Hogan getting you ready for the big Texas Tech matchup. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. This seems like a game that Texas should be able to handle. And I know in years past, this has been a trap game. And I don't feel, I feel better about this team right now. I feel better about the culture. I feel better about these, these veterans. I feel better about the leadership on this team than a lot of other times. So I feel good about it. I think this is going to be a fun year for Texas, and I'm looking forward to watching football all weekend long, watching basketball all weekend long, eating some eating some good food, seeing the family, seeing the friends. Uh, it is Thanksgiving, so I do want to say a massive thank you to everyone who listens, a massive thank you to everyone on the text line, the regular texters and, and WPI parts guy and Chan and chief engineer and Mark from Taylor and... And I know I'm leaving people off, but all of you that uh, continue to text in every single time, uh, really a huge thank you. It means a lot to me to have you guys be able to be there and and talk to us for sports. I really do appreciate it. So I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope that uh, everybody gets to eat all your favorite items and... You know, whatever whatever your favorite thing. I hope it's made well and nobody takes too many bites and you're allowed to get seconds and thirds and fourths and whatever else you want. It's Thanksgiving. It's time to to gorge like the American way. Appreciate you guys. Really, really do. We will be back on Monday. On Monday, five PM. Last week of the five PM, Monday, five PM. We'll be back with more to talk about Texas. Hopefully. We'll know who's in that Big 12 championship, and we're going to be one of those teams. Hopefully, we'll be talking about a big Texas Tech win, or Texas win against Texas Tech, I should say. Hopefully, we'll be talking about that. But until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean. I know it's hard on Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week, Monday afternoon, 5 p.m., right here on the Sports Complex. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all.